every Arizona homeowner's best friend. And it all has to do with you. Thanks for tuning in. It's Rosie on the house. Your weekend wake-up tradition. Come on around back, Arizona. It is Saturday morning, 8 o'clock, the outdoor living hour. It's the first Saturday of the month, so we're talking farm fresh. And today, with Julie Murphy of the Arizona Farm Bureau, we'll be talking about winter vegetables. And we've got one that uh, isn't the first one that often comes to mind. Coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, that's our on-the-house hour, where we've got the boys from Hassar, Honest Appliance Service sales and repair hassar uh, will be in studio talking about appliance repairs then 10 o'clock hour is our open home hour whatever you the arizona homeowner want to talk about your home castle or cabin but we bring the farm bureau in the first saturday of every month because agriculture is huge to arizona and it's about to get even huger according to the farm wheel that arizona department of agriculture publishes that's done in conjunction with the uh, u of a Arizona is a $23.3 billion industry. Yes, and we're excited to always promote that because most people don't realize in this desert state, we're doing all kinds of agriculture, including medjool date palm agriculture. Well, before we get to the date palm, I want to enter stage right Proposition 207, legalizing the recreational use of marijuana. <laughs> I yes. think, I th- and, and sales can start as soon as May. Julia, this 2.3 billion may have just jumped a billion in a year. That's true. And guess what, though? I still want to talk about the medjool dates. But no, you're right. Uh, Just when you thought agriculture couldn't get any bigger. Well, we already have the hemp. So, uh, but it is true. Marijuana is a plant and you farmers can grow it. So what do you think that's going to do to the annual uh, Farm Bureau meeting? Dude. Well, is that like a second to the motion, man? Well, it seems like Studio's already enjoying some samples there. A second and a third motion, maybe. And a fourth and a fifth. You never know. Yes. Uh, well, let's let's get to the Medjool date. And you just heard the voice of Juan Guzman joining us uh, from Yuma, where the date pack uh, story all starts. And I'll let y'all take it from here. Yes, my first question to Juan is, Juan, tell us the date pack story. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's actually very exciting to to be here and to talk a little bit about um, something that's that I'm very passionate about, which is uh, dates, and uh, specifically Medjool dates, and and the story of the company that I work with, uh, Date Pack and how we've come to where we are today. So thank you everybody for uh, having me uh, on and and, uh, allowing us to share a little bit of of this passion. And well, let me start telling, bringing you down this story. It's it's gonna be a path of, of, that goes to the very beginning of humankind. Uh, (laughs) Dates are actually known to be one of the oldest fruits uh, in humankind history. We've had, it goes back as far as 5,000 years ago. Wow. Dates are actually one of the only uh, fr- fruits that are mentioned in hieroglyphs in the Bible and on several religious scripts. So uh, as a race, as a human race, we've known about dates for many, many thousands of years. But uh, in Arizona, the story started for us right around the 1930s. Uh, when uh, the government of Morocco reached out to the USDA and asked for some help 
in uh, in dealing with a disease that was ravaging uh, palm trees in Morocco. And there were a couple of labs, uh, USDA labs, one located in uh, Mecca, California, and one located in Bard, California. Bard, California is right next to Arizona, right next to Yuma, Arizona. And they decided to bring a couple of specimens that were not affected by the disease to the valley. And out of those that were brought in, uh, some offshoots were planted right here in Yuma. And out of those that were planted, six actually stand to this day today, over really? 70 feet tall. Seriously. So this all started based on an experiment and trying to avoid a, a disease. And it, and it also speaks about the reach of our, our farmers and for that matter, for the USDA back at the time. So that's how the industry started here in, in, in the desert southwest, including all the way up to, to Palm Springs, which we know everyone knows about those, those beautiful trees in Palm Springs. And, and that's how our farmers started. So two of, two of our uh, farmers today are actually the third generation that were part of those initial six. And, and that lends to what today is about a 30 million pounds of medjool dates that are harvested every year. What makes Arizona or that, you know, this area in Yuma so good with growing dates? I mean, well, we have a secret formula <laughs> that cannot be replicated anywhere in the world, and it's okay. called the 100 days of 100 degrees. Okay. <laughs> so as many of our listeners know, uh, it gets rather hot in the desert southwest. And in order for the fruit to produce the tree, the, 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 the fruit itself, uh, they need to go through this stress. And uh, dates, are unlike other perennials or other fruits, they, they, the, the tree itself uses the dates as a way to store water and nutrients. So they go through this level of stress and heat and they put all these nutrients on the fruit itself and then they use those nutrients back. That's why medjool dates are so good for you and so full of nutrients. Uh, and and only in certain parts of the world you'll get these microclimates, which we know in Vegas, in Florida, you'll hear like, oh yeah, it hit 100 degrees, but not in the middle of the night. And here in the desert southwest, you can walk out at two in the morning with your cup of coffee because you couldn't fall asleep and suddenly it hits you. It's 100 degrees, you know. Yeah. Now, Juan, when you're harvesting these dates off the tree, if that's their stored nutrients, do you leave a certain amount of dates on it or you have other supplemental fertilizers you're putting back into it? Or it, it, can the tree, is obviously they're 70 feet tall and still surviving 90 years later. Uh, so, you know, are they just that hardy enough you can take that stored fruit from them and they'll just generate one for the next year? They will. And, uh, how, and, and but we also do uh, nutrients. Uh, we have a very nutrient dense program for all of our farms um, because ultimately you do want the tree itself to be healthy. Uh, it produces this wonderful fruit year after year. So we want to make sure that that those trees are healthy and strong. Uh, so we, we're not trying to overcompensate or for the lack of the fruit itself, because as soon as you start putting water uh, into the farms themselves again, uh, the tree does wonderfully. We have very rich soil here as well, because we're, we're right by the color, by what used to be the Colorado River bed. So this, this big region used to be flooded 
and uh, and and that allows for some very rich soil in which our our trees uh, stand today. So, how many acres in the dates? And then talk a little bit more about just exactly what date pack does. Well, yeah, I, I did warn that this was going to be a long story, <laughs> and I'm 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 about halfway there. So right, bear it. with me. Right. <laughs> but we have several thousand acres. Uh, we our, our growers farm around seven thousand acres today. Of all of medjool dates, there's over 100 different varieties of dates. Medjool dates are known to be the best of all them all. They're known to be the fruit of kings because, uh, like I mentioned earlier, they were mentioned and uh, it, it used to be considered a delicacy uh, many, many hundreds of years ago. So, and what makes us so unique? Well, we are the desert southwest is our home and not a lot of things grow here during the summer. This, this is one of those things that actually grows here. It's a, it's a, it's a labor of, uh, it takes a lot of work and it's a labor of love for us. It's a very labor intensive process, uh, harvesting uh, medjool dates. Um, and date pack specifically, we focus on what happens after we harvest. So what do we do with those 30 million pounds? Well, we start by, by making sure that we identify the fruit, that the fruit is ripened and once we pick the fully ripened fruit, we sort it and we grade it based on quality standards. Our quality standards are known to be the best in the industry. Um, under the Natural Delights brand, we pack the product that reaches retailers all around the world. We have distribution in 32 different countries around the world. Uh, and you can find us locally in all across the state in uh, every major retailer. Um, so our job is to make sure that those dates are packed correctly. And we have uh, our distribution extends to several countries. So we'll pack in a, a one pound plastic tub that has uh, a label going to Canada or going to Norway or going to Australia. So it's that's what we do every day. We touch our, our dates uh, in the millions of units. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and so you sent us some samples for today. And like you said, under your brand, the natural de delights. So you're doing something special for the holidays. What exactly is that? We are something that we're very excited because I love it. Uh, it's These are the natural delights, dark chocolate covered medjool dates with sea salt. So it's the perfect combination of sweet and savory packed on this beautiful package, a gift package that's going to be reaching some of our major club store retailers and uh some retailers across the United States. Um, and it's really, really good. Julie, you, you're going to have to attest for that. I'm trying one right now. I'm talking with my mouth full, but my mother is not here. So, oh my gosh. And I have to say, I personally loved Medjool dates when they come around. And I know we have access to them year round, but you literally are in the middle of harvest, correct? You're almost done. We are almost done with harvest. We are about 95% of the harvest is done this year. We had a really good year. Um, this summer, it wasn't as hot as uh, other summers. So what that means is, well, one, I, I heard a couple of times that it was record-breaking heat. It was. However, we didn't have that formula, right? 
the the 100 days of 100 degrees con continuously that's what we needed oh, okay. um so it did delay our harvest we're usually uh further along at this point we, we'd be done by now okay well one but, hang tight we can do a lot of things here at rosie on the house but we can't stop the clock we'll let you pick up right there and i've got a couple questions and some numbers i've been crunching while you're talking that we'll get into here at rosie on the house right after this And welcome back to Rosie on the House. Thank you for spending your Saturday morning here in our outdoor living hour, our farm fresh hour. We do it the first Saturday of every month with Arizona Farm Bureau spokeswoman Julie Murphy, and she's got uh, local guest Juan Guzman of Date Pack, and that's date, D-A-T-E-P-A-C.com if you'd like to check out their website and learn more about where you can pick up uh, your local Arizona-grown dates. Juan, you mentioned 30 million pounds a year on 7,000 acres. That's about 4,200 pounds per acre. How many trees per acre is, does it take to produce that kind of volume? Juan, I forgot to forewarn you that he loves numbers. So, <laughs> Well, that's good. I love numbers as well. So usually you'll see about 70 trees per acre. So each tree is capable of producing just over 60 pounds of dates per year. Usually it's actually closer to, um, you'll see a couple hundred pounds per year per tree. I'm sorry. Granted, not all the, just like any other tree, the, the, the quality of the fruit is going to vary depending on the growing practices. We, we certify all of our growers uh, practices via the Bar Valley Date Growers Association that has uh, a fully, uh, an audit branch that visits every single one of our farms on a weekly basis to make sure that the growing standards are up to par to what uh, the growers actually agree to do. So we're very committed to quality. We're very committed to sustainability. We're passionate about dates. And I just and want to make sure I got it. was 70 trees per acre? Yes. What kind of palm tree produces a medjool date? You said there's thousands of varieties of dates. I would imagine there's as equal amount of palm tree varieties to, to grow those dates from. What is the name of the tree or is it the same? Is it a medjool no, tree? No, the genetic variety is the Phoenix dactylifera. Oh, but of course uh, it is. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> the genetic variety is the Phoenix dactylifera medjool. Um, uh, the Phoenix family, it, well, if we're going to go down to numbers and scientists uh, or science, uh, the Phoenix family are long lost cousins of your regular grass. So if you ever see a, a date palm and you were to cut a trunk, you'll see like strings. It's not real wood. You'll see little strings. And that's, that's part of why date palms are also a favorite of landscapers because they're not invasive. Their root structure will not break concrete because of those strings as they expand in between other planters and underneath uh, concrete. See, Romy, why I bring some of the farmers on that I do, we learn so much. So, so I can say that a date palm is basically a grass. It's a long, long lost cousin. How's that? <laughs> because now that this new resolution has passed, we don't want people trying to smoke it or something. You, know? <laughs> you never know. You'll never know. <laughs> That's too fun. So where can I get? So I just finished this wonderfully... Uh, made for the holidays, Medjool Date with the Natural Delights brand and the wonderful chocolate. Where can I find these? That's the first thing our listeners here on Rosie on the House are, are always wondering. 
Well, the best thing to do is to go to our website, naturalthelights.com. In there, you'll have a store locator that's going to give you, if you just put in the, your zip code, it's going to give you your closest store. Okay. Now, we are in on a, a lot of the local stores, so we'll be in your local Walmart, Bashes, uh, Sprouts, um, Kroger through their uh, Albertsons banners, uh, Safeway as well. So pretty much um, a lot of a lot of our local grocery stores will have our product in stock. Um, we have an assortment of products. So you'll have your medjool dates or your organic medjool dates or the chocolate covered ones, or we have the coconut flavored ones or coconut date rolls. Um, we also for a limited edition did a pumpkin, uh, pumpkin pecan spice date roll. Um, we did a cacao and pecan date roll. So we're trying to bring this super healthy snack uh, that's actually a fresh fruit to consumers through different different uh, varieties of products. What are the nutrition benefits? We've talked about those a lot. I know that they're pretty good in fiber, but there's more to them than just that. There are, there are. I mean, pound per pound uh, dates have uh, more potassium than bananas. So they're a great source of energy um, because they, they also have uh, more antioxidants than um, than berries. So if you're the kind of person that works out, um, if you eat a couple of dates, then you'll you'll help your 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 body recuperate faster, and you won't get like muscle cramps. That's what a lot of uh, athletes uh, do with dates. They'll eat a couple of them so that to avoid muscle cramps. Um, they don't have that aftertaste of five hours that a banana does. I don't know about you, but I can't stand bananas because I taste it for another five hours after i'm eating a cheeseburger at lunch and i still taste banana <laughs> well dates are actually yes they do not have that aftertaste but um we're definitely not trying to throw any any other fruit uh, under the bus <laughs> but unlike bananas or berries for example you can put you can put dates in your ziploc bag and carry them because they do not need to be stored uh, cold so they're 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 preferred among cyclists among a lot of um uh, people that go out on, on on hikes because of that. It's a quick way to gain energy. We have a high sugar content, but a low glycemic index, which that translates as, as the fruit gives your body the energy, sustainable energy. So you won't have that crash after you eat like a Coke or chocolate. We're talking with that. Juan Guzman of Date Pack with Julie Murphy of Arizona Farm Bureau. And for those of you that have your home maintenance calendar, it's something we publish annually, which, by the way, we got in 2021 this week. If you're already on the mailing list, don't worry. We'll send you your updated one shortly. If you don't get our physical calendar, uh, you can send an email to info at rosyonthehouse.com. We'll send you 2021. And every a calendar every year after that helps you keep up with your home maintenance. But it also helps create appointment radio. You can see in our outdoor living hour what we're talking about. And, and this month, it's winter veggies in our farm fresh hour. Julie, what other winter vegetables are coming off the farm right now? So obviously we have all the leafy greens, which are just wonderful. And that's why we call Yuma the winter lettuce bowl capital, because we've just done that pendulum shift. Most of those leafy greens were growing in California. Now they're coming back to, to Yuma. And then of course you've got your root vegetables. That's kind of our, our big agriculture, but we have a lot of our uh, direct and retail farmers 
right now I'm uh, with one of our farmers doing the CSA box. And so now I'm seeing a lot more of the winter, the leafy, the leafy greens, and certainly also the root vegetables. But what I was discovering and why I uh, am excited that there's a pairing here is something that Juan just told us in the break. What's, what's happening? Why is there a relationship, this relationship that exists between date pack and all of our leafy green growers in Yuma right now? Well, there is. Uh, we, we all grow in the same region and we are very respectful of each other. Um, and, and we have very good, uh, what we call good neighbor uh, farming practices. So as the date season starts to end, some of our employees actually transition to leafy greens and uh, to some of the commodities that are coming on for winter. So they'll be parked in our parking lot today. And then by Monday, they'll be across the street <laughs> with uh, some of the packing houses or some of the uh, lettuce farms. And, and we're very respectful of that relationship. The workforce is actually highly qualified and highly trained uh, we share through through the um, Arizona Safety Produce Council some of the practices, some of the same training practices when it comes to the handling of uh, food products. So the, the 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 people that are touching our leafy greens, they know exactly how all the procedures to keep your your food um, healthy and safe for consumption. And so the same people that are trained in a, a day pack, then they go on and do uh, the same the same practices. They follow those same practices, safe food safety practices, all through the commodities that they move on to. You know, that's a pretty special story. You can literally say that uh, hand to hand, they're uh, shifting from medjool dates and uh, our leafy greens. It's all kind of hand in hand. There's this shift in the workforce. And that's one of the things I will always remember. John Boltz, one of our Yuma farmers and the vice president for Arizona Farm Bureau, by the way, Date Pack is an Arizona Farm Bureau member. He always says, we're talking seriously, highly skilled labor force. And that's neat to hear that for the last, what, month and a half, two months, they've been working for Date Pack, and now they're going to shift to the leafy green farms. Indeed. And and that's for the, for the packing house uh, segment of it. Now, from the farming side, we also do, again, those good neighbor practices, right? So we make sure that the application of any type of treatments or pesticides is always very highly regulated, but also um, courteous about it. Right. So we know when everyone's going to do an application. We try to keep um, uh, our neighbors. Actually, they keep us in the loop. We don't usually use um, um, any type of applications on, on the date farms themselves, but our neighbors are really good. And then it also allows, again, we're all tremendously focused on food safety. And, uh, and the food safety practices that are required to be third-party certified, having a good neighbor like that really makes a good case for us. So, and, and it goes both ways. Uh, when a, a farmer of lettuce is being audited by a third party uh, and then they turn around and they see uh, a date farm, well, it matters. It matters how well that farm is kept. It matters what kind of growing practices they have and what kind of applications they are doing on the soil. And, and we share that information all the time with our neighbors because of that. Those good, those good neighbors' practices help, help, um, they help my neighbor, but they'll also help me. And that, that continuity and the training is so important. So these, uh, this labor force, these employees, they're being trained in all of those 
safe handling practices that are, have been established by a high standard. It helps to have um, a, a mindset, right? So you know how they, you always hear this saying of, you need to practice something a hundred times before you become a master, right? So sometimes we don't realize that, wait a minute, you need to have the habit of wash your hands for 20 seconds, right? And, 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 or, you know, sing the birthday song. Well, those are important habits that the people that are handling our foods need to have. So when they go from one practice to another and they're following with the training and they're following up with people saying them, well, I'm going to count how long you take washing your hands. It becomes a habit that ultimately results in, um, in great food safety handling practices. That's really neat. And tell us one more time again for our listeners so they know where to get these nat- the natural delight brand of Medjool dates besides going to the grocery store and getting their winter vegetables. Well, of course, uh, dates are a great side for winter vegetables. Um, I'm sure we'll, yes. we'll, we'll share our favorite uh, recipes in a minute. But uh, besides the your local store, you can our growers actually have a couple of websites where you can buy them directly from the grower themselves. Uh, one of our largest growers, Imperial Date Gardens, they have their website at imperialdategardens.com. Another one uh, favorite of, of, of a lot of our of our consumers, Oasis dates.coms so you'll be getting your dates straight from the farm and 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 as fresh as they can be that's great we'll have all of those i see gary very diligently writing those websites down we'll have them on our archive page so you can go find them there if you didn't get them written down um talk about uh, you you'd mentioned and hinted to recipes and i wanted to make sure we hit that before we uh, wrap up this segment because we We've got a list here of, of like some holiday cooking ideas for dates. Well, honestly, my I, I I've been part of the date industry for now 19 years, coming up on 19 years and four months, and and I was surprised by how dates. Uh, complement many dishes. They can go on a sweet and savory spectrum really fast. So for me, uh, usually my favorite date recipes are actually more on the savory side than on the sweet side because dates are so sweet. So for example, probably a couple of times a week, uh, my wife prepares this great salad with just some chopped dates and and a vinaigrette dressing. So very, you know, you'll have some dates, some feta cheese and some uh, grilled chicken. It's just really, it, it complements um, uh, uh, a salad very well with the vinegar. That's my favorite. But I also, uh, a few, a year and a half ago, I tried a recipe that blew my mind. Somebody did a reduction with medjool dates and coffee beans and they put it on top of a steak Mm. and the and the coffee bean flavor with the dates gave the steak this really decadent taste that tasted nothing like dates or coffee so we need to get the recipe for that. It one. was just, it blew my mind. I was like, oh, wait, so you're going to give me a steak that tastes like coffee and dates? Like, no, I like my meats to, like, to taste like meat. But wow, it blew my mind away. I was just like, I couldn't believe it. 
So if we can get our hands on that and how to do that, we'll post it on Fill Your Plate. And I know that we'll post it on the Rosie on the house.com website. But I'll, I'll, I'll gladly share some recipes. One of my other favorite recipes is uh, with spicy. Like every time you have somebody over, someone over uh, for a quick gathering, I know those are not very popular right now, but when, when they become popular again and you invite some guests over to your homes, uh, the Philadelphia cream cheese with jalapeno. Oh, I love just, that one. Right? So you just yeah. open up a date, you you fill it with that spicy cream cheese, uh, and it's fantastic. And then if you want to be bold, uh, wrap some bacon around it, and because everything goes great with bacon, and put it in the oven for 15 minutes. Fantastic. Your guests are going to love it. And it's a, a 20-minute recipe. People are going to think like, wow, you're a culinary master. Uh and it's going to taste great. I got one because I make it every Christmas. My grandmother's sister used to make date loaf. And it was butter, sugar, dates, pecans. And if I'm not mistaken, Oof. you would take that, you would roll it in a wet hot towel and let it sit on the counter. It would harden, but you would they're very easy to cut. And you can serve on a plate. It is delicious. That sounds delicious. It does sound good. Now, we had mentioned the Date Pack website, and you'd also mentioned Natural Delights. If you go to Date Pack's website and click on Natural Delights, it brings you to a whole new website. And on the Recipes tab in there, this this is scrolling on. There's got to be several hundred here. But you've got one that would have been good for Halloween where you've got these dates that are dressed up to look like spiders. Um, lots of drink op- applications I'm looking through. Um, that spider recipe actually won an award at uh, the Produce Marketing Association uh, event a couple of years ago because of how easy it was to make. And it, you're right. They look like spiders with pretzel, pretzel legs. Oh, how fun. I'm hungry. And I just had breakfast not too long ago. And you just had the dates. That only Julie was the one that was able to taste that one. Yeah. It's really good. Really good. And then I is, think, how long have you been doing the chocolate covered medjool dates? This is our first year. We found a partner out of California uh, that, that they are, um, they specialize on handling chocolate. And uh, we work with them for about four and a half months on trying to develop the recipe uh, and, and, and pretty much run dates through their, own, their processes. And, and that's where we are today. Awesome. It looks like you were going to say something, Romy. Just that there's a store locator on that website as well, on the naturaldelights.com. You can find a local grocery store. And uh, we've also have those other websites we'll post where you can order directly from one of the growers that supplies to date pack. It sounds like you've got these independent growers. They send their dates to you. You guys package, ship, and, and distribute. Yes. Is that a, that's that a, is correct. That that is correct. Imperial Date Gardens, it's a farm. That's the farm, and we are the packing house for them. And um, just remember, these are all local dates. So uh, look for that. Uh, certainly look for that uh, Natural Delight brand. And then if you go directly to the grower, that's another way to get that local product. Grown. Indeed, indeed, it's all locally grown, Arizona. Uh, is famous because of the weather and the weather is, is perfect for us. So excellent. Juan Guzman of date pack. You, again, it's date PAC.com out of Yuma, Arizona. One of the, uh, really the, uh, a huge hub for agriculture in Arizona. And uh, one of, 
a big contributor to the $2.3 billion industry of agriculture we have here in the state of Arizona. Thanks for spending your Saturday morning with us. It's the Medjool Date. And I've got two different spellings of the same one. How's it on, on the same sheet of paper? <laughs> Is it M-A-D or M-E-D? It's M-E-D-J-O-O-L. All right. The Medjool Dates out of Yuma, Arizona. Well, I don't know about y'all, but I've had a great broadcast so far this hour. Learned a lot about dates that I never even knew. Generally speaking, this last segment, we have Steph Smallhouse, the president of the Arizona Farm Bureau, join us. But she's not available this Saturday. We actually had her on last Saturday. We had a special broadcast in our Outdoor Living Hour all on water. And one thing I didn't get to that I wanted to uh, talk to Steph about was this new thing called Torre Water. And it's RO membranes used to use seawater desalinization for agriculture. There's a plant in Almira, Spain, where its climate is not that much different than Arizona's that produces 100,000 cubic meters of water per day. So of course it's Spain, so all of these are in, are in metric numbers. And it's supply water for 8,000 hectare acres, which is about 3,000 acres of farmland. And it's just an interesting thing that I think we'll see more of in the United States, and especially as uh, you know, we've got a big part of our water that's supplied through CAP and the Colorado River system, and how we can extend the life of that if we get these desalination plants supplying California agriculture off of the huge supply of the Pacific Ocean. And it's torrewater.com. You can go see a little bit more about it if you are just have the inclination to learn a bit about using desalinated, basically seawater purified to grow our own. And one of the things that uh, we'll just continue to use and, uh, you know, incorporate technology with the growing population, with agricultural and with sustaining our human growth. Anytime that the technology gets easier to use and more economical, uh, some of the first in any type of industry to adopt it are our farmers. So that's kind of interesting to hear, Romy. Thank you. Well, and it's even farmers that drive a lot of the new innovation and, and ideas right. that lead to these new technologies and inventions because a farmer constantly has to figure out how to grow more on less with less. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this, in, in, in a lot of the time, uh, farmers, we get a lot of grief, um, but we are very respectful of the land. We are very respectful of the water. People don't understand that that uh, we invented the term sustainability. It wasn't a marketing glitch <laughs> uh, a few years ago, it, but you go to a farm and suddenly, oh, look, they're using the leaves for mulch. Oh, so they're using uh, smart irrigation systems. They're using all these sustainable practices that were already uh, in place. And the Medjool date, date industry has to be sustainable. If you have some of the original date palms that were planted in 1930 to see if Arizona and our conditions could resist this disease that was occurring somewhere else. It's true. It's true. And then uh, the Natural Lights brand recently, last year, we took it a step further and we started um, packing all of our products in 100% recycled plastic and not just any plastic, but green recycled plastic because there's not a lot of appetite for recycled plastic because it's not completely clear. But then the green plastic, there's not a lot of appetite for it because it's green. So it ends up in landfills most of the time. So we uh, 
our growers figure out, you know what, how does it look at a retailer? Can we do this as a change to really prove our commitment to um, mother nature and sustainability? And it, it has proven to be quite successful for us. Uh, we're very proud of this packaging that we launched last year because of it, because it takes away um, thousands, if not millions of, of uh, green bottles that would otherwise end up in landfill. That makes me think what the Hickmans are doing with their recyclable egg cartons. So that's just more proof that oftentimes in the ag industry, some of the first to really come up with some innovative practices in sustainability is agriculture. Juan, before we wrap all this exciting stuff up, what blew your mind about joining this industry when it came to the medjool date and all of the things you could do with it well there's a, there were a couple of things uh i will start by saying this a lot of people obviously all of our audience they understand um a lot of what we talk about when it comes to farming but a lot of people don't realize how how passionate the industry is but how how great the industry is uh, every little bit that i own and i have i owe it to ag and 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 the farming industry is is one of the best in the world. Number two, what I would say is dates themselves are great. They go with everything. In my mind, being born locally, I would always just see the dates and the date palms and I would eat them every now and then. Suddenly, I'm tracing them on my salads, on my steaks, on my seafood. It's amazing how you can do a simple reduction of dates. And, and we were talking about it earlier in, in between the segments. You add some water and some dates. You put them in a blender and you have this reduction. Then you can add some habaneros and you have a hot sauce. You can add some vinegar and some vinaigrette and you have a salad dressing. Or you can pour it on your uh, milkshake or on your protein shake and it's automatically a, a natural sugar substitute. So there's all these things that the date itself is doing that that are not, are not um, always considered, you know? So that was very, very surprising for me. And they come right out of Arizona, right out of Yuma. And you've, if you've ever driven out to San Diego, you've probably seen uh, the palm fronds along with all the other great agricultural that that part of the country has. Juan Guzman of Date Pack. The website is naturaldelights.com. You can find where you can get your medjool dates at your local grocer. And Julie Murphy with the Arizona Farm Bureau. Thanks for, again, another great Farm Fresh broadcast. We'll have you back here the first week in, in December where our farm fresh commodity will be citrus. Again, something uh, Yuma produces a lot of, but we also see it all over uh, Maricopa and Pima counties, azfb.org or fillyourplate.org. Uh, either one of those will uh, give you plenty of resources for farm fresh commodity, commodities and supporting your local Arizona Farm Bureau. Thank you, Romy.